the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, and you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. In other words, living life like it matters. And what other purpose is there? We've all been given a life. We've all been given a mission. We've all been given a ministry, if you think about it. You know, the good book says that uh, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. That's in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, in the book of Ephesians, it says, For you are God's masterpiece. You, God has set up in advance good works for you to walk through. And if you hear it, it's in his words that God has great plans for us. God has it mapped out. All we got to do is trust and commit. All we got to do is quit looking for the easy button and start looking for the go button. Because there's too many people looking for the easy button. And I always tell people, if you're looking for easy, go to a bar at 1 o'clock on a Friday night or Saturday night. You'll find easy. And there's too many people looking for easy. Matter of fact, if you look at the temptation of Christ, when the devil tempted Christ with three scripture verses, uh, each one of those temptations was about easy. We live in an easy world. It's easy to get angry. It's easy to get bitter. It's easy to keep your pound of flesh. It's easy to keep your record or wrong. But leaders do the tough things. God says there's two paths out there. One is easy. One is hard. One is wide. One is narrow. One has many people on it. One has few people on it. One people fall, find it by default. Because everybody's on it. The other one, very few find it at all. And that's the vein of what we're going into today. Today's radio show topic is called Understanding Get Some. Because I believe two things in my 30 years of leadership experience. That's my forte. Yeah, I have my master's uh, in uh, neuro-linguistic programming. Uh, yeah, I know a lot of the uh, disciplines of transactional analysis and multiple intelligences and logotherapy and constant never-ending improvement, emotional intelligence, the Bible. I can go through a list of things I have discipline in, I know of. But my forte, what I've been made to do, uh, is leadership. And two things I learned a long time ago when dealing with leadership. Number one, the number one commodity of a leader's hope. We need to be hope peddlers. And we live in a country, in a world uh, that is helpless and hopeless. That is, by definition, depression. That life sucks today, and tomorrow will be no different. 
There's your definition of helpless and hopeless. There is how so many, over 100 million Americans, are struggling with depression. And the second thing when dealing with leaders, and I say this, the number one rule about being a leader is it's not about you. Get off yourself. Because we live in the me generation, right? The number one picture today is a selfie. Some people, the only reason they're famous today is because they needed to have someone film them having physical, intimate interactions with the opposite sex, or maybe not even the opposite sex, maybe it was just somebody. And then they got to share with the world because they think what they're doing is so good that everybody else needs to see it. Because it's all about me. And if you look at the problems in America Day, it's all about me. I, it's not fair. I don't have this. You have that. You got more stuff than I got. You got to go to a better college. Uh, your wife is prettier. Your husband's prettier. You got more access to this. You got more of this. Don't you hear it? It's all about me. And today, we're going to start a new series. Today, I'm just going to let, lay the foundation. That's why it's called Understanding Get Some. But what we're going to do throughout the week is we're going to talk about understanding the DISC behavioral profile, understanding this, understanding that, because we're going to go through the key of a leader. And the key of a leader is understanding. What's lacking today is understanding. You know, there's lots of pound of flesh taking. There's lots of record of wrong keeping. But there's very little understanding giving. And if we're going to build uh, understanding, we got to understand things like rapport and things like communication. And so today, that's what we're going to go into. But first, I want to share a story with you. You know, I'm a cat person. For those that don't know, I love dogs. I love all animals. But I've had the tendency to have cats as the primary pet because I travel a lot and they're easier to take care of. And they're more like people in my regards. And so story about cats. So one day a cat dies of natural causes and goes to heaven. And there that cat meets the Lord himself. And the Lord says to the cat, you've lived a good life. And uh, there's any way I can make your stay in heaven more comfortable. Please let me know because we have accommodating God. The cat thinks for a moment and says, you know, Lord, all my life I've lived with a poor family and had to sleep on a hard wooden floor. The Lord stops the cat and says, nope, say no more. And a wonderful fluffy pillow appears. A few days later, six mice are killed in a tragic farming accident and go to heaven. Again, the Lord is there to greet them with the same offer. The mice answer, all of our lives, we've been chased. We've had to run from cats, from dogs, from snakes, from all kinds of other animals, even from women with brooms, running, 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 running. We're so tired of running. Do you think, Lord, that we could have roller skates so we don't have to run anymore, so it could be eternity could be easier than our life was? And the Lord says, say no more, and fits each mouse with a beautiful set of roller skates, brand new, shiny roller skates. So all is well with the cat and the mices. About a week later, the Lord stops by to see the cat and finds him in a deep sleep on The Lord gently wakes the cat and asks him, how are things going since you arrived? The cat stretches and yawns and replies with a little bit of a purr in its voice. It's wonderful here, Lord. Matter of fact, better than I could have ever imagined. And by the way, 
Those little meals on wheels you've been sending me, they are the best. Thank you so much. <laughs> you know, I, I love that little joke because it seems to be the world that we're in today, right? Uh, you got everybody's wanting to accommodate everybody, and yet we see so many polar opposites, so many ways that if you accommodate one group, uh, you basically eat the other group. If you accommodate this group, you eat the other group, and we're confused. And so that's why I thought we'd do today's radio show, talk about understanding, get some. Because I believe if I can understand you a little bit better, and you can understand me a little bit better, doesn't make sense that we're in a position to have a better relationship. And we've got to start dealing with our communication because communication is the foundation for all relationships, both business and personal. And let's be honest, uh, all the counseling I do, marital counseling, it comes down to a lack of communication. Uh, business counseling, lack of communication. I'm going to be honest with you. The majority of the psycho psychology I'm dealing with with people has to do with another form of communication. It's interpersonal. Remember, whenever I'm talking about communication, there's always two types we're talking about. Intrapersonal and interpersonal. Interpersonal is what most people study. They want to take something to figure out how much of, of a, how, how to better communicate with somebody. But the one that I want to deal with is intrapersonal. That's the way we talk to ourselves. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the way we talk to ourselves, which you call thinking, thinking is nothing more than self-talk, and we have thirty to 60,000 thoughts a day. So the way we talk to ourselves, the communication that we have with ourselves, the intrapersonal communication really dictates how we communicate with other people. Really communicate dictates how we connect with ourselves and then how we connect with other people. So today we're going to open up the big, big bevy and we're going to talk about understanding, and I'm going to encourage you to get some. I am Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Oh, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. 
For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Family owned and operated since 1985, Air Mechanical leads the Twin Cities and surrounding areas in heating, cooling, plumbing, and electrical. Whether it's maintaining your current system, repairing it when it breaks, or installing new equipment, Air Mechanical has your back. 24 7, 365 days a year. Call or schedule online at thinkami.com. That's thinkami.com. For the life of your home, visit thinkami.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. I am black. And today, I'm talking about a commodity that seems to be in rarity. And what that commodity is, is understanding. You know, I was uh, flipping through uh, Facebook the other day, and it was uh, Charlie Kirk and uh, Candace Owens. They were sitting in some forum. It was in a stadium type of thing, and they had a... And they said, watch this liberal uh, black woman go off. And this young black woman, probably, I don't know, 30s, mid-30s. I'm terrible with age. I don't know. Uh, But she starts off with effing this, effing that. I mean, she's on a microphone. You can see kind of a stadium right behind her where, you know, it's, I don't know, some college campus, I'm sure. Uh, And they were basically talking about this whole myth of white privilege and this girl, woman, effing this, and I'm going to tell you why there's effing white privilege and effing this because slaves this and slaves that. Uh, and uh, Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens want to get in there and logically have a co- conversation with this woman, but she would swear, and then she ridiculed Charlie Kirk because he didn't have his a college degree, and she did. So she has eight years of military. Uh, she has a college degree that was paid for by somebody else and all that. And so she wanted to criticize Charlie because he didn't go to a four-year institution and get a piece of paper like she did. So, uh, But I, just watching this, I'm wondering, how is anybody ever, ever, ever going to ever sway anybody else? Because that's not communication. That's bickering. That's fighting. Uh, that's screaming uh, profanity and expletives at each other. And that's really what we've devolved into as a country. We see it in our politicians. Uh, there was a um, USA Today article by Joe Trippi. It was a, a opinion section. But Joe Trippi basically said that basically the Republican Party is evil uh, they're working to overthrow the country, uh, that there's no longer a need for a second party, that only one. I'm like, whoa, and this is the U.S. I mean, this is the, quote, the nation's paper printing 
an opinion paper by a Democratic sponsor. This guy's active in the Democratic Party, was Howard Dean's uh, campaign manager. The guy's a, a, a Democratic operative, gets paid to be on all these shows as a Democrat. And to listen, I couldn't even finish the whole article. I mean, just it's laced with lies that are sold off as a truth that the insurgency uh, and Trump and 125 Republicans. And I'm like, wow. You know, it kind of reminds me, I have a lot of friends that uh, live in Muslim countries. Uh, I study the Quran so I can help uh, speak to the largest uh, uh, religion around, which is, uh, you know, Islam. And so I learned, you know, in the Quran, there's uh, uh, 94 ayats verses about Jesus. So I study the Quran. I can talk to my Muslim cousins about Jesus easier than can my, my, my Jewish brothers and sisters. And, you know, the Great Tribulation is going to deal with all that and bring the Jews back in the fold. But I remember one of the guys who runs this uh, training I go to every year. And he lived in, I think it was Indonesia. And uh, he was learning uh, Arabic uh, and all that, and he was being trained by uh, the national judo expert, or uh, he was the championship in taekwondo or judo, whatever in Indonesia uh, that uh, that uh, is. And uh, he was uh, learning the language. The guy was teaching him, uh, you know, Arabic, and then they they would go through the um, through the books uh, together. And so, but his outcome, my friend's outcome, was to convert, you know, to to have this guy, this Muslim. Uh, come to a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And after about six months, he says, uh, one point my friend asked this guy, he goes, why don't you accept my my Jesus? My, uh, you know, why not? Uh, Isa, because that's what they call him in Arabic. It's Isa. Isa al-Messiah, Jesus the Messiah. Isa, why don't you want my Isa? And with that, this guy stands up and he gets into a fighting position. Now, this guy is bad. I mean, he's bad. I mean, he's the national champion. And my friend was also studying that same discipline, but he was nowhere near the level. So he got up in a fighting position and he put his both hands up and he's ready to do battle. And my friend was like taken aback a little bit. And he said, when you come at me and want me to know your Isa and you attack my prophet Muhammad, and you call him homosexual, you call him um, uh, uh, pedophile, you call him uneducated, you, you're coming at me and you're making me put up both fists. He says, if you want to come at me with your Isa, then you got to get my fist down. And that's so powerful, and that's where the whole common ground is, and what I train in is, is learning to understand what Muslims believe, and then sharing with Muslims Isa. Uh, because once you do that, because the Quran is only part of the religious system or the religious books, if you will, of Muslims. They also have the Injil, which is the New Testament. And because uh, Isa, Jesus, is in the Quran, you can talk about him uh, to Muslims. And then because of that, they tell you in the Quran that when you're in doubt of the signs, the Sikh people, the previous book. So the Quran actually tells their Muslims that a Christian can be their best friend. The Quran actually tells Muslims that if they're not sure about something, ask Christians who are of the previous books. And so, again, there's a lot more ability to connect with people and build rapport with people. But if you're constantly attacking people, you're not ever ever going to get their hands down. And so today I want to talk about connecting with people, building rapport. Uh, this is the foundation of a series we're starting called Understanding. 
Today's topic is understanding get some. And why do I call it understanding get some? Because one of the greatest marketing campaigns ever is the milk campaign, Got Milk, a marketing by association. And this is for the Center for Association Leadership. And this was a January 4th article, 2016, by Jeff Manning. It says, more than 20 years later, marketers still talk about the groundbreaking impact of the Got Milk advertising campaign. How did a quirky statewide campaign end up as one of the world's most acclaimed marketing programs? Here's what we can learn from the godfather of Got Milk, okay? Lada is one of the most beloved and successful marketing campaigns ever. Got Milk was born of desperation. The California Milk Processor Board, CMPB, needed to reverse plunging industry sales fast or its members could lose the farm. Got Milk not only helped turn around milk sales, but also changed the face of consumer marketing forever. The campaign, which turned a catchy milk mantra into a social icon, derived from more than just witty television commercials. Rather, it flowed from alliances with great food brands, innovative licensing deals, multicultural internet marketing, powerful publicity, strong industry relations, and revenue development, and careful choreography of every element within its broad-based strategy. Why I'm bringing this up is look at the understanding. Look at the establishment of rapport. Look at the underlevel layers of communication with these different organizations. That's what was so masterful. Historically, the dairy industry had channeled hundreds of millions of dollars into good-for-you advertising. Dairy leaders then watched as consumers reach for Coca-Cola, Snapple, Gatorade. Milk sales steadily eroded. And by the way, they even came to a point where they wanted to find what makes milk milk. Because you got almond milk. And have you ever milked an almond before? <laughs> cashew milk. Have you ever milked a cashew? It's like with the Fockers, right? Meet the Fockers, where he says, yeah, you can milk anything if it has a teat, right? Uh, so can you, I have nipples. Great. Can you can you milk me, right? Can you milk a, a cashew? Can you milk an almond, right? They wanted to find milk because they got all these other things, soy milk and all that, that really aren't milk. And it was getting bad. California milk sales were declining 3 to 4% per year, faster than anywhere in the country. And for decades, the state population growth had camouflaged the fact that per capita consumption was falling from 29 gallons. Get this, 29 gallons in 1980. That's how much the average American consumed to 23 gallons by 1993. That's a huge drop in a few short years. And so hired as the first paid staff members for CMPB, this guy, who's Jeff Manning, worked to establish this thing. And what they had to do is they had to get alignment, alignment of goals, alignment of budgets. It's absolutely crucial to the success of any campaign. And every company, every brand, every organization, every association should fight for this type of differentiating competitive strategy. And so there was a lot of fear that was driving this. And so their next step had to be a global review of milk marketing. And so they went through all this, but here's what they found out. The the magic of the resulting milk deprivation strategy, if you got milk, was fivefold. First of all, the premise was true. It reflects the way people actually consume milk. Milk. Number two, it was a radical departure from everything I had done before. Number three, it was led to smart, humorous advertising, advertising that people coveted. Number four, milk deprivation was inclusive. Running out of milk was just as aggravating for an 80-year-old man as it was for an 8-year-old kid. 
And so they did a lot of work. All this to show this was not by accident. So get ready for this. Got Milk advertising launched in late 1993 included Aaron Burr, a hilarious television commercial about the famous duel with Alexander Hamilton. It was unexpected. Funny, risky, and planted Got Milk into California vocabulary. And by the way, within two years, awareness of Got Milk reached 90% in California by 1995. The tracking study indicated that household penetration was holding steady around 70% and that people were using more milk more often. It didn't hurt that in addition to sales, there were awards, crates of them. In fact, between 1994 and 2005, in that 11 years, Got Milk won just about every coveted creative marketing award around. And ladies and gentlemen, if we can get people to drink milk by opening up this understanding, how much more can we help people connect, communicate, build rapport? How much more can we heal some of the broken things going on in this country and this world by a campaign of understanding? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, that's what we're talking about. Understanding, get some. And after the break, we'll go into our first way to really seek understanding in people. I am Black. We'll be right back. All in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. If you owe back taxes, there's a lot you need to know, starting with rule number one. Don't mess with the IRS. They are cracking down this year by sending out heart-stopping letters, actively garnishing paychecks, levying bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. That's all true, but it's also true there's a way out. It's called the Fresh Start Initiative, an important government program for tax debt assistance. It's one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered, so now's the time. You could qualify for tax relief that saves you thousands, even tens of thousands. Nobody knows this program like the award-winning experts at Optima Tax Relief. They have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and will fight to get you the best deal possible. Don't mess with the IRS. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Take a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive, professional, communication training, to to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge 
my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before. And it's, there's nothing like it. There's, there's, there's no way to explain it with words. You have to experience it. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. It's not only changing lives, it's saving lives. That's likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Live it life like it matters. I am Mr. Black and you are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. And what I mean by under construction, we're going to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. And if you really want to get really totally radically under construction, then you need to join us in a two and a half day transformational experience called Leadership Awakening. If you listen to some of the commercials in between the breaks, you'll hear about graduates, people who've been through my training, who've been through tons of other trainings, who've taught other trainings, who say the most powerful thing they've ever experienced in their entire life. I've been doing it for 30 years. You go to likeitmatters.net and read about it. And uh, looking forward to at some point getting back into the beautiful city of Minneapolis, St. Paul, and doing trainings again. It's been over a year and a half since we've been there. Our first out-of-state class, normally we do them all in Dallas uh, during the pandemic, but we will be going to Conway, Arkansas, July 22nd through 24th. Great class. Uh, City Church has invited us up there. We'll have about eight of their team members, uh, and then we'll have others as well. So go to likeitmatters.net. Uh, to read about it. And by the way, if you do podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and just search Living Life Like It Matters. Uh, it's a bi-weekly podcast that I do. Mondays is story time with Mr. Black, and Thursdays is a full 48-minute uh, show, kind of like Like It Matters Radio. Uh, and by the way, ye- uh, yesterday, which stays Tuesday, yesterday, Monday, uh, the story time with Mr. Black is the infamous teacup story. For those that have been to my training and have been to a graduation, I hear calls all the time, oh, Mr. Black, tell the teacup story, tell the teacup story. So if you go to where you listen to podcasts and look for Living Life Like It Matters, you will see Monday's uh, upload was called the teacup, and you'll be pleased and uh, moved, I promise you. All right, so today we are talking about understanding Get Some. Because what's lacking in the world today, more specifically America Day, is understanding. And I truly believe that if you can understand me a little bit better and I can understand you a little bit better, uh, we're in a position to have a better relationship. Remember one of Covey's seven habits of highly effective people. I don't remember all of them. But one of them was seek first to understand, then be understood. And uh, I was counseling somebody the other day, one of my graduates. She just picked up a book, and she said, oh, I picked up Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I said, that's a good beginning. Wouldn't it be the first book I recommended? But those seven habits are really seven principles uh, that if you're going to live your life like it matters, those are seven principles that you should adopt, uh, make part of your life. And so I highly recommend uh, that book as well. But we're talking about understanding today. And uh, throughout the week, what I'm going to do is actually go into ways we can understand each other. And I'm going to go into a lot of psychometrics. And what a psychometric is, let you know, uh, it's a way to figure people out. 
Uh, it's what I call it one of my zip code strategies. Uh, so since the early 1900s, psycholog- uh, psychologists have employed testing in an effort to quantify people's intelligence, preferences, and behaviors. Today, these assessments are called psychometric tests. They're used in schools, the military, mental health clinics, psychotherapist office, correctional facilities, and in corporations. Uh, I'm going to go right down. This is, by the way, from psychologycareers.com. So here's a paragraph that says, Clinical psychologists are using psychometric testing to determine the extent to which someone is affected by a condition such as a death in the family or PTSD. Questions are crafted by the psychometrician that quantify the effects of these emotions on personal attitudes and behavioral motiva- motivations. So the therapist has a baseline to begin treatment. Let me tell you what a psychometric does. A psychometric basically puts people uh, in a zip code. It doesn't put them in a box. Uh, and this week, I'm going to go through different ones. There are lots of famous ones. Um, DISC is one of my favorite. I'll be going over that tomorrow. It's one of the oldest, most widely used is D-I-S-C. Uh, there's Myers-Briggs. There's Strength Finders. There's Enneagrams. There's red, blue, green, yellow. Uh, you know, is any one of those things on Facebook that you answer 10 questions or 20 questions, and then they tell you there are four categories of people. All that is based on the DISC behavioral profile. All that can be read about in a book that was written in 1921, 22, 23, somewhere around there, called The Emotions of Normal People by Dr. William Marston. Dr. Marston's considered the father of adult learning. And Dr., uh, um, what he did is he went through um, DISC, and he established that. And that goes all the way back to Hippocrates. I'm not going to give you a, go into it today. I'll go into more tomorrow. But the most famous one is DISC. But uh, we're going to go through that this week and show you how you can categorize people, not to put them in a box, but so you can understand them a little bit better, so you can establish rapport. And so I want to go through a couple things. Uh, first of all, understanding. Understanding is different from wisdom. We've got to get this. When I say if, uh, what's lacking is understanding, I'm not talking about knowledge. I think more people go into college, and some people go to college for 30 years. That's all they do. That's their job. They, they learn more stuff. I guess they're planning on going to Jeopardy, or I guess we live in a world that if people can put you down with, with big words, then it makes them feel better. But I'm not talking about wisdom. I'm not talking about knowledge. I'm talking about understanding. And Charles Fillmore defines wisdom as intuitive knowing spiritual intuition, understanding as the ability of the mind to apprehend and realize the laws of thought and the relation of ideas to one another. And what I'm talking about now with understanding is a way to, let me use this little definition that Fillmore used, as a way to apprehend and realize the relation of people to one another. It's interesting because the very definition of the Greek word used for understanding uh, in, the, in the parable of the sower of the seed means the coming together of the perception with the thing being perceived. And I think that is where we're at. We have all these perceptions about people based on how they vote, based on what they look like, uh, based on who their uh, presidential candidate is, all kinds of different ways that we're prejudiced because uh, we prejudge. So it's the coming together of the perception with the things being perceived. In other words, it's where theory meets practice. When that happens, you've got it. And we've got to fix some things. We've got to change some things. We've got to do some things differently because it's broken. We are killing each other. 
We are divorcing each other. We are destroying each other on social media in all kinds of forms. Uh, and we're not, we're not getting better. And so we need to work on this. And so first of all, I want to bring up to you something that many people know. It's something called the golden rule. The golden rule. People think that you know they should treat other people the way they want to be treated. That's the golden rule, right? We've all heard the golden rule. People aspire to it. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Now, please hear this. That's a good starting point because very few people do that at all. The golden rule, though, implies the basic assumption that other people would like to be treated the way that you would like to be treated. Let me tell you the problem with that. That person's not you. Person's not you. Uh, we have in one of my classes, I do what's called a blind trust walk, where one person is blind and the other person can see. And the other person that can see, the sighted person, is responsible uh, for guiding this blinded person, blindfolded person, through an obstacle course. And so I have them set up, I have them line up, I have them do all this inside of a building, and then I have them line up at the door, and then I walk them out the building with one person blindfolded, the other person can see in pairs of two, uh, and I take them through an obstacle course. At the very end, I have them take off their bandanas, and then I ask a few questions. And one of the questions I ask to the sighted people is, how did you know how to guide that person? Because they have about five, ten minutes after I set up what they're about to do. The per- one person blindfolded. They got to get them out of their chair. They got to get all their stuff together. Uh, they got to line them up at the doorway in pairs of two. So it takes about ten minutes from the time I set up instructions uh, for us to actually walk out the door. And the whole time I'm listening. And what I'm listening for is this: the blind person being asked by the person who has sight this one question: How would you like to be led? And you know what one question I never hear? That one. How would you like to be led? Because do you know how people guide other people? The way they would like to be guided. But what's the problem with that? They're not you. And today, I'm going to go through the easiest way to identify people. And that is through our three modalities. We process this experience in the world three ways. Through our senses. Every single thing that's ever become a part of your experience is in one of the five senses. You see things. You hear things. You feel things. You smell things. And you taste things. If I was to have you close your eyes and think of any memory, the only way you could have that memory codified, because remember, you experience life one time and then it's codified. It's codified in the modalities of visual, auditory, kinesthetic, and it's codified in the submodalities. In other words, how does that manifest itself in your unconscious and conscious mind? And so the problem is you could be guiding a visual person, but you're kinesthetic. So kinesthetic people need touch. They feel things out. But visual people process by sight, how things look. Auditory people process by how things sound. And so treating someone else the way you would like to be treated is a great beginning. But it's not the, 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 the golden. It's not the, the gold. It's not the, fi- the end result that you want. You want the platinum rule. And this is to- uh, Tony Alessandro came up with this. The platinum rule accommodates the feelings of others. The platinum rule identifies that we are different people. The platinum rule shifts the focus of relationships from this is what I want, so I'll give everyone the same, to let me first understand what they want, and then I'll give it to them. And can I suggest what's lacking today in this world is that people are so wrapped up in themselves 
that they can't take their eyes off their own pain, their own hurt, their own prejudice, their own racism, their own bitterness, their own pound of flesh, their own record wrong. They can't take their eyes off their own stuff enough to see the person sitting right across from them. And so today, it's about understanding the number one rule of a leader is it's not about you. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. So leaders, I say this with all the love in the world, get off yourself. It's time to focus on other people. And when we do that, we'll get some understanding. I am Black. We'll be right back. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Okay, we were going to write a flashy promo about streaming us on Radio.com, but considering how easy it is to do, we'll just keep it simple, too. Listen to Freedom 1570 on the Radio.com app. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, for King and Country, and many more. Stream along at thefishtwincities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, 
like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. In other words, living life like it matters. And today we're talking about understanding, and I'm encouraging you to get some because that's what's lacking in America today. That's what's lacking in this world today. That's what's lacking in our marriages. That's what's lacking in our, our relationships with our children uh, is understanding. And you got to realize that communication is the foundation for all relationships, whether business or personal. And you got to understand that we have two types of communication. We have interpersonal, the way we communicate with ourselves. We call that self-talk. And we have interpersonal, the way we communicate with other people. The problem is it is the intrapersonal, the way we talk to ourselves, that dictates how we talk to other people because it's a filtering mechanism. And if we think we're a piece of crap, then that affects the way we talk about other people. If we think that person is that we're sitting in front of is wanting to take advantage of us, it affects the way we talk to that person. If we think that person is the one to fix all of our problems, answer all of our dreams, will make everything right in your life, it affects the way we talk to that other person. If you think that person likes you and wants to marry you or whatever, that's going to affect the way you talk to that other person. If you think they hate you and despise you, and are working to kill you when your back is turned, that's going to affect the way you talk to the other person. Get it yet? See, our mind is always working. Our mind is six times faster than we can talk. You got to get that. So information is received so fast that the mind reacts with pictures. And you got to understand what communication is. Communication is an interactive process. The more you understand, there's that word again, the more you understand how the other person is thinking and feeling, the better you can both communicate to get what you both want from the interaction. It's a two-way street. And whenever we're talking about this, uh, we need to understand a couple things. Number one, you need to understand perceptual positions. There are only three ways to see any situation. You need to get this because you got to keep it simple, soldier. A good leader is a good kisser. K-I-S-S. Look in the Bible. Whenever God gave us options, he would only give us two. That's it. Why? Because God made us. Why? Because God knows our frame. Why? Because God knows that we're easily confused and we easily forget. Look up the Shema, Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. Look up the reason that God gave us the Shema. Look at the reason why the Shema to this day is considered the most important prayer in Judaism. Because God knows that we forget easily, and God knows that we get confused easily. Uh, the devil is the father of confusion. And look at the confusion in America. The, America is being driven, run uh, by the spirit of confusion, uh, the prince of the power of the air. And so I work to keep things simple, soldier, to keep remove the confusion. Your job as a leader is not to solve everybody's problems. Your job as a leader is to remove confusion. Teach people how to think. Teach people how to make decisions. Teach people how to treat their position as if they owned it. And that's on the leader. That's on the delegation. That's for a different show. But there are only three ways to see any situation. There are three positions. First position is called self. Second position is called other. Third position is called observer. The first position about self is we see things through our own eyes. It's a default position. We're born that way. But if you that's all you do, if you get stuck in first position and never go into second and third position, you know what that is? That's called ego. Second position is other. 
This is what lacks today. Of all the positions, this is the least occupied position. It is other. It is what Jesus Christ did. Did you hear that? It's what Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ put away his divinity, and he put on the form of a human. He was clothed in his human body with his limitations. See, Jesus, even though he's pre-incarnate, he's pre-existent, in the beginning God created, Elohim, God created. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, Elohim. That's what he's talking about. So you got to know this. We were created. And what Jesus did is Jesus, to in the spirit, in the ministry, should say, of reconciliation, he came down and he walked in our shoes. That's what second position is. It's other. It's empathy. Empathy is the ability to walk a mile in someone else's moccasins. That's what it is. And what's lacking today is our ability to get out of our own ego, to get out of our own map of reality, and then to actually occupy another person's map of reality. One thing we're going to cover uh, is we're going to cover uh, rapport. You've got to establish rapport. Selling is nothing more than gaining of agreement from someone to buy your product, your service, your hand in marriage, your belief in God, whatever it is you're selling. I train salespeople. And so you've got to get out of your map of reality. You've got to step into another person's map of reality to understand their pain. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree with it at all. You have to understand that Cori Bush, this Democratic uh, congresswoman, bitter, angry woman, not pleasant to look at either, talking about how black people are still slaves and we got to change our flag and get rid of the flag. Oh, my gosh. Now, I can understand if she really believes all those lies about critical race theory, if she really believes the lies about the 1619 Project, if she really believes that she's a victim, she's a congresswoman, a black congresswoman in America that supposedly she's a slave in. But somehow she lives off the government doll. She has retirement. She has benefits that I don't have. She gets paid $150,000 a year to pass laws that she doesn't have to abide by. And she can trash this company at what, country at whatever level she wants and nothing happens to her. Boy, I don't know about you. That sounds like a lot of freedom. But if she's going to take the victim role and she's going to take that so I can get why she's saying what she's saying, I don't get how she got there. I don't agree with what she believes. She has an error in her belief system. Remember, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief. Now, for some people, they won't allow you to establish rapport. We'll talk about that in a minute. And number three is observer. Observer is what you do at the end of a meeting, at the end of a day, uh, maybe you had a date that didn't turn out well. And what you do is you go back home and you replay the date. You replay the meeting. You replay the interaction. It's kind of like you're watching Netflix on your TV. You're watching the interaction between you and somebody else. That's third position. So first position, self. You've seen it through your own eyes. Second position is other, seeing it from another person's eyes. And third position is overview, and that is seeing it from an overview, like you're watching a movie. Now, if you get stuck in first position, it's called ego, because you're right and everybody else is wrong. If you get stuck in second position, it's called sucker, because everybody else is right and you're wrong. In the third position, observer, the big problem there is if you stay there too long, you become dissociated. You become unemotional, emotionally detached. And next to a lack of understanding, what we have is emotional unintelligence because people are just angry, angry. And so what we need to do is we need to establish communication 
and in that communication, establish a deep state called rapport. So remember, communication is an interactive process. The more you understand how the other person is thinking and feeling, the better you can communicate to get what you both want. Now, rapport. Rapport is a state of harmonious understanding with another individual or group that enables greater and easier communication. In other words, rapport is getting on well with another person or group of people by having things in common that makes the communication process easier and more effective. Rapport is important in both our professional and personal lives. Employers are more likely to employ someone who they believe can, well, quote, get on well with their current staff. Personal relationships are easier to make and develop when there's a closer connection and understanding, there's that word again, and understanding between the parties involved. In other words, there's greater rapport. And what you got to understand is that basically people process three ways. We do it visually through sight, we do it auditorily through hearing, and we do it kinesthetically through feeling. And you can listen to the words, you can watch their actions, and you can do their feelings. Visual people are very much uh, into what things look like. They want to be in charge. Uh, They follow through on projects, keep on track, are self-motivated, love challenges, have a low tolerance for people who aren't doing their jobs. They're planners. They have to see things to understand them. The auditory are patient with routine details. They may tend to take on too much, get overwhelmed by saying, they're not good listeners because they're always talking, right? And so you got to realize that you need to get step-by-step instructions. They like verbal praise. Now, the kinesthetic is, starts with lots of enthusiasm and then stops when details get involved. They get emotionally involved. They're kinesthetic. They like to do. They like touch. They like feelings. They can be drama kings. They may stir things up just to raise the level of excitement. And the key here is, and unfortunately we're running out of time, is maybe I'll do a show totally about this, is you've got to be able to identify, is this person primarily visual? Are they primarily auditorily? Are they primarily kinesthetically? And then what you do is you get out of your map reality and you match and model them. You pace and lead them. You get into their map reality. You seek first to understand and then to be understood. And that is the key to establishing rapport. For more information, reach out to me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hey, this is Tim O from the Kingdom Builders Roofers. We get a lot of calls from folks that have an insurance claim for damage to the roof and gutters. Insurance claim paperwork can be confusing and overwhelming at times. Some people have even thought that that initial check they get from the insurance company is all that they have to work with for the repairs. That's not always the case. We work with insurance companies all the time and often have to be an advocate for our customers with the big insurance companies. We're happy to help out in this area and take the time to walk you through all the paperwork. Sometimes homeowners that have a damage claim in hand and then try to find the lowest bid on the repairs are actually sacrificing critical value available to them through their own claim. If you want an honest and clear review of your claim or a no-pressure inspection of your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find us on the web at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Ringing liberty.